0: Hey, what's going on it's Quinn David Furness welcome to my show Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday March 7th 2021 what's going on how are you what's happening how is the weather out there my name is Quinn David Furness and this is my show the long time standing long running when David first presents the Beantown podcast. We are coming to you live from the north side of Chicago. It is nice and sunny out, and we are one of the top 500. 500- podcasts in uh, the north part of this beautiful fine city. So you know that you're getting quality and uh, quantity more than anything else every time you tune in to the Bean Town podcast. I'm taking my socks off, which means that I am serious and I'm kicking my feet up and I'm here to stay. We are streaming live on Facebook today in addition to uh, YouTube. And I think it's going to be a a fun time. Just a little something to put on so this won't really end up anywhere other than, you know, the live video. I think you can watch these videos after the fact on Facebook, but I don't know how many people really want to do that. Um, so, this one probably won't end up on YouTube or Instagram or anywhere else. But of course, if you're listening to us, whether that's through your phone's podcast app or Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you go to listen to the Bean Town Podcast, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it here in year four of the podcast. I am sipping on a little bit of uh, bullet whiskey, bullet bourbon. From down in Kentucky, thank you to uh, Rachel for the lovely Valentine's Day gift. And uh, yeah, it's a little Sunday fun day. Hanging out, kind of got an early start this morning just because uh, we went to bed really late last night or really early last night. So got up around seven or so, had some coffee and then uh, did a little family chat and I uh, went to Duncan, always good. And then, um, yeah, doing this and going to meet up with great friend of the podcast who's been on multiple times, John Paul Pandowski, piano god and LSAT legend. We are going to be meeting up with him later this afternoon for a little drink action uh, up in downtown Evanston. Purple Line haven't been on the purple line since oh man last uh, like september or something i met my brother and uh soon to be sister-in-law up for some pancakes although i didn't actually have pancakes but we went to uh what original pancake house up there on green bay road so i took the i took the purple line up to uh central and uh walked most of the way over there But, uh, yeah, going, uh, it's just, you know, it's coming out of, you know, pandemic, coming out of, uh, you know, winter now in in Chicago. Like, I had to work last Saturday. I had to work yesterday. So I'm running a bunch of, you know, six-day work weeks. And that's just for my one job. I mean, my other jobs always keep me busy. So I'm just trying to, you know, make the, most of, uh, make the most of the time off and get away outside of the apartment for a little bit. It's that, it's that balance, right? Because you want to take advantage of your downtime to relax and de-stress a little bit. But you also don't want to, especially for me, like working from home, sometimes I just want to get out. And get away from the apt, uh, even if it's just for you know two or three hours in the afternoon. Then I feel like I have accomplished something. I feel like I've done something. So that's really what we're looking to do this afternoon. Speaking of accomplishing something and doing something, little spring cleaning going on today. Finally, a day off. I washed my sheets yesterday, air dried them outside, and now I'm 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 going around the apt, and it's more more of a spring uh throw stuff away rather than actual you know cleaning there hasn't been a lot of wiping or or washing but more so just finding things that i really never touch and saying you know what we're going to toss these things and it's it's tough right because a lot of the things that and i've got my my trash bag we got foot cam going on here it's like a quentin tarantino film on the live stream. Um, Speaking of Margot Robbie, we'll talk about her movie in a little bit here. Um, (laughs) Basically, a lot of the things that I'm throwing away are things where you might look inside of what's in my trash bag and think to yourself, like, wow, why are you throwing this away? Like, this isn't garbage. But it's the sort of thing where I moved into this apartment June of 2019. So we're coming up on two years here. And it's just sort of like a bunch of things that have just been sitting in their exact same spot. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, I haven't touched this. I feel like right where, I'm. you know, I'm not living the, the perfect life right now in terms of like all the things that I have and want to have. But I'm pretty satisfied with where I'm at. And thank you for the comment. Walt Furnace, your ears must have been ringing since we mentioned your name already on the show. Uh, better not trash the ore master. That's correct. I am not trashing the ore master. That stays on my nightstand. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you some examples of of things that I'm thrown away because I just like don't really, you know, they never come into play for me. Uh, my yoga mat. Not the yoga mat itself. I use that a lot um, for stretching and when I need to do in-home workouts. But the yoga mat, you know, comes rolled up and there's these straps that go around it. And I don't need my yoga mat to be strapped up. I'm not taking it anywhere. Um, And even if I did, it wouldn't be too hard to carry it, right? It's not this big bumbling thing that's impossible to carry. So those straps, it might seem like, wow, straps? Like, you're going to throw those away? That's kind of weird, right? But I'm also like, I don't, like, I don't need the physical items. They're just taking up space in my apartment, okay? Um, a whole bunch of like cards and checks, things that, well, the checks is a little bit different, but things that it's like right when you get them, you read them, and it's like they don't really serve a purpose after that. It's more the memory of it. And so I'd like to hold on to those things for, you know, X amount of time, but you reach a certain point where you've gotten so many that then you're just kind of like, okay, well, I've got I've got one from this family member, you know, stocked away somewhere, one from this family member, like, I don't need eight of the cards. And I, you know, I think for some people, they might feel differently. They might want to save every single one of those pieces, but that's just, I don't know. That's just not me. Um, other things that I'm throwing away, oh, don't tell the sponsors. They're not going to like this. Um, although they're, they're former sponsors. We only did it for a month. The uh, Everlasting bath everlasting comfort bath pillow that baby's going in the trash it's made in china and i just feel like it can't really be associated with it so we got a free bath pillow we shot a commercial and uh it's one of those physical items where i'm just like when am i gonna use this i don't take baths and it's not even because like I don't have a great bath setup. I actually could take a bath pretty easily in my bathtub. I just don't want to. Like baths for me have never have never been a a, a good good decision. Because here's here's how it goes with baths. You you draw the water. I love using draw as a watery fluid fluidic verb. F-L-U-I-D-I-T-I-C. It's like Serbian or something. Fluiditich, right? You could see him shooting three-pointers for the Pelicans. Fluiditich. Or I'm thinking like a defenseman for the Calgary Flames. It's good stuff, man. Um, but it's like you draw the bath. You want the water to be nice and hot, right? Who wouldn't want that? Unless it's an ice bath, you know, playing the NFL. But I haven't gotten there yet. My phone's not ringing. Um, so you get in and you wanna make it nice and hot. So then you gotta, you know, you can't get all the way in until the water has cooled down to the level where you're not gonna be scalding your skin. But then you have like a you, you have like a two minute window where the water is just the right amount of hot or warmth, where you're like, now this is nice, this is relaxing, and then all of a sudden, boom. The flip is switched and you are like a little penguin without his feathers. Cold, shivering. You're sitting there in a giant vat of lukewarm water and it's just not feeling good anymore. So I need I need a you know like a hot spring that has natural heating elements. That will kind of come on simultaneously. When I just draw a regular bath, or uh, you know, it's not simultaneously, but but periodically, when I draw a regular bath, it's like I'm good for about two minutes, and then I am freezing. I don't understand the people who who do the like sexy bubble baths, like bring your book or bring a movie in there and just hang out for an hour. Like that doesn't. I don't. I don't get that. I'm good for about three minutes before. I'm really cold again. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Um, so the bath pillow, getting the nicks, getting nixed. Um, we are drinking. I already mentioned my bullet bourbon, nice and tasty. And I'll also mention mention that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Quarantine has been interesting because I think a lot of people, you know, have used time at home in a variety of different ways. There's the the specific statement of the year. But for me, I just like nothing nothing has changed. I haven't like thrown stuff away. I haven't you know decorated. My apartment has just been like exactly the same for the last 12 months. Um other than you know, getting a piano. So an example of something else that I've tossed. And now now we're getting into, you know, I mean, I already mentioned the like cards and stuff. But, you know, getting into like the more gifts sort of thing where you just reach a point where you're like this has been sitting there for 2 years, 3 years, whatever. I haven't touched it like it's kind of cool, it's kind of there, but what what am I what 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 are we supposed to do here? So, I want to apologize if, if any of these things that I have mentioned already or I'm going to mention, are things that you gifted me, and I am tossing them out from spring cleaning. It is not a personal dig attack or anything of the sort. I just don't love having extraneous physical items around the apartment. An example, my friend PJ Schiller sent me some sort of like Incredible Hulk you can't call it an action figure. I wish I had it. It's it's in the other room in the in the garbage bag, but you know some sort of like it's like a stand almost. It has like a flat back and the it, it's like a wall, but it sits you know on level ground and the Hulk is like busting through it and it just says you know Incredible Hulk something like that, something like that. I feel like okay that you know I've had it for you know two years three years something like that and it's cool. It's been sitting on my windowsill next to my Duncan Keith floss holder and Mother Mary. Who did make the spring cleaning cut? I will mention the Duncan Keith floss holder is probably just going to be worth money in a little bit, and Mother Mary, I just you can't throw out Mother Mary uh, for multiple reasons, but the the Incredible Hulk, it's like that was neat, like it, I got a good laugh out of it, but I'm not like a I'm not like a collector or a toy person or anything, um, and so after sitting on my windowsill for a little while, it's like yeah, time to go, like. Thanks for the gift. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Had a good time when I had it. So something like that, that's going too. Um, what What are other things that, that we we have thrown out? I haven't touched anything with my books yet, but I'm going to be honest, and I think a lot of people feel this way. You know, I have this bookshelf over here, the side of the, the, the living room, and there are tons and tons of books on there that I've either, you know, had to purchase for school or just, you know, for fun or a lot of, you know, piano books, the piano books, I probably don't have any reason to get rid of because even though I rarely touch them every once in a while, you're just like, oh, Ravel, let me do some sight reading there. But for example, and I haven't, I haven't done anything with the books yet, but for example, I have the Allie Raisman book, Fierce, the Olympic, I assume gold medalist. I don't, I don't remember what she won, you know, at the two times she went to the Olympics. I got that as a white elephant gift. Okay, and I read it, so it's not. I, I don't even feel that bad about it because it's not like I just never touched it and it's been sitting on my shelf. Um, I did read her book. She's a really bad writer. It was not ghost written, or if she did, she did not pay that person enough. But it's just like I'm never going to touch that again. I have no interest in reading it again. There are no revelations in there that I want to return to. So that's an example of something where it's like. I don't need to get rid of it because it has a place on the bookshelf. It's not, like, taking up space I, I need or anything. But I'm just kind of like, you know, how many times am I, I going to move with that before? I I mean, I, I'm not going to be, like, an 80-year-old man and pull in my Allie Raisman Fierce book from 2016 off the shelf. Like, it just, you know, at some point you got you got to cut it off. Uh, so I have lots of books like that. I have a ton of um Shakespeare plays the no fear Shakespeare uh, publications and that's another thing where it's like I, I mean I actually like Shakespeare quite a bit uh, he's a great storyteller and great characters dialogue all that stuff but it's like those things have been moving with me since high school okay so and I haven't I've never opened one up so we're you know it's been eight years since I graduated high school don't think I'm going to touch it now um what else? I mean, I I didn't. I was thinking maybe there was going to be a big, uh, big um, book burning, not with books, but with my clothes. But I realized I went through, and I realized I've I've been pretty good lately with keeping my clothes streamlined. I probably have a couple more sweaters than I need. There's probably a pair of shoes um, or one jacket that I could toss. But for the most part, the clothes I have, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with. I did ditch. A bunch of socks. I have a lot of, I don't know if other people experience this, um, but I have a lot of, like, dress socks, or not even dress, they don't have to be necessarily dress socks, but just socks that, you know, go a little ways up your ankle, like you would wear, you know, for, you know, work or something. Um, And some, I mean, some of them are are obvious ones, like, time to get rid of, because some of them are, like, ones that I bought on sale at Kmart when I worked there for like $2 a pair when I was 17. It's like, okay, I haven't worn these in so long. But my big beef with a lot of those kind of longer socks, and I don't know if other people experience this, but when I'm sitting all day at my desk, which obviously hasn't been a thing the last year, but prior to that, um, I'm sitting all day, and I have those socks. They tighten up my calves really bad, and it's just like... You stand up after working for three hours, and it takes you half your lunch break just to stretch them out. Uh, we got a message on Facebook that says, "Don't burn them, donate them." Well, I'm, well, no one's burning anything, and I'm not going to donate my really old socks because I wouldn't want anyone else to have to wear them. Um, but it is a good idea. Anytime I, I was actually I did a research study, uh, a, a panel, not a panel, a one-on-one interview for a company that I'm not allowed to name, uh, but last week about, um, like, Levi's secondhand and Patagonia worn wear um, and, you know, just kind of trading your clothes and that sort of thing. It was really cool to have that conversation about sustainability and, and all that and the, you know, 150 or whatever I made off of it. wasn't bad either. Um, but, you know, so, so there's there's definitely some clothes that need to go as well. A lot of just random papers... A lot of old checks, financial documents that need to get torn up and tossed out. Um, but yeah, just doing some spring cleaning, downsizing a little bit so that when we do move Apts in a couple months here, it's just not as bad. Really, I'm just looking for those things that I, you know, I moved here almost two years ago, set them down, haven't touched them since. Okay. If, if we've gone that long without usage, I really don't feel bad about it, okay? Um, so thanks, everyone, for, uh, for who's tuning in right now on the Facebook stream. I see you. I appreciate you. And if you're listening to the audio stream, you want to see a Facebook uh, or a, a video stream after the fact, you're missing me lying on the couch in kind of a sexy Jeff Goldwyn position with a backwards cap, Chewbacca in the background, and a nice glass of uh, bourbon. With that in mind, let me tell you where we 're going here on on the show it 's going to be a short show just because I you know when i don 't have anything to say um, and i don 't really right now because nothing too exciting happened to me this last week um, but i 'm not going to keep you longer than you need, but what we 're going to do we 're going to read our ads here, move through them pretty quickly, and then um, I got one update from the pledge drive, and then' uh, going to talk very briefly. I should have spent a little bit more time in kind of thought and meditation in anticipation of this um, in order to organize my thoughts a little bit more clearly because I I have a lot of thoughts. So I'm not really sure how well I'm going to be able to articulate what I want to say about it. But Rachel and I watched Promising Young Woman on Friday night, um, which was um, Carrie Mulligan and produced by uh, Margot Robbie, which is – how I made that Quentin Tarantino connection with the feet uh, about 20 minutes ago. So let's uh I'm mean, just gonna sh- you know share some thoughts I, and I definitely think it's worth watching, but it is I have some issues with it and that probably stems from my perspective as a male versus a female, right? There's a million different ways to look at at the film uh, but very well done overall. Um, let's hear from our sponsors here. Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection uh, provider with home inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and Home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you got to know who to call. His name's Steve. He's my dad. You can reach him at 541 410 0316, or you can visit homeprideorgan.com. Again, write this down 541 410 0316. Let me make sure that's right. Looks good. Or visit dot HomePriority and Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout out to the last remaining member of the Samson Q2U series. The other one's dead. Speaking of dead electronics, little bit teary eyed this morning. One of the victims of spring cleaning, my iPod. Not, uh, not my working one. Thank you to uh, mother of the podcast, Dr. Jane Dennison Furness, for sending me your shuffle. Very kind, very generous. But you all remember back in uh, April when my nano finally kicked the bucket because I think I got some wetness, moisturized, if you will, and not in the fun Nivea skincare way um, or Neutrogena or any variety of skincare products. Um, I put it in rice right when I got back, hoping that the rice would save it. And after 11 months, I, I think it's time to call it. The iPod's not coming back. So we're tossing that as well. There's probably some sort of uh, special electronics way you're supposed to dispose of these things, like batteries and uh, other things. But I don't know what it is, so kicking it to the curb um shout out to the samson q2 u series i do need to uh probably get another one pretty soon here but uh we'll wait for that new 1400 stimulus check to come in right that's uh that's coming down the pike now we just got to vote back vote on it in the house and then biden to sign it and then uh 1400 to yours truly I guess I'll mention now before we finish up our ad, speaking of money, thank you again, everyone who donated to this year's Telethon Pledge Drive fundraiser. It was a huge success. We blew our our goal, um, blew out our goal by a solid, you know, 150%, something like that. Uh, $306 total raised and just yesterday donated it to um, COVID-19 relief um, via the United way here in Chicago. Um, so thank you all who donated that really appreciate your support. And I know, uh, there are lots of people here in Chicago that appreciate your help and your support as well. It's really important to me. So thank you for that. Um, I will. I I know. I I said this the last you know last week too. I will get started on um, gifts pretty soon here. Basically, I just have to. I have to go online get the the prints ordered, and then when I was uh, positive of spring cleaning, when I was doing my spring cleaning, I found some stamps and envelopes from last year that I still had in, and I also prints from last year. I had a couple of leftover pictures of me eating pizza, on top of a dumpster. Uh, which is pretty exciting. Don't know what to do with them. I think I threw those out too. Oh, well, we got new picks coming in this year. Uh, and I found some old, I, I forgot I still had some of these, some old uh, Jack Link's temporary tattoos, courtesy of Uncle Andy, who, due to his generous gift, will be getting a a live on-air interview um, coming up here. And also, I, I, I can't advertise this because they haven't actually asked about it or secured it but i i have a a friend in mine an old friend who i would love to get on the podcast because he got some really interesting things uh sort of in his hopper right now i'd love to learn a little bit more about that so maybe we'll we'll have that soon next week is the birthday show okay that's usually where i get a, a frozen sheet cake and just go to town and a bottle of wine didn't really get to do it that way last year we're gonna pick it up again this year. Also, Rachel's never seen The Fugitive, and I watched it every year. So we're gonna get her in on that watch party. Um it's I, I can't I can't I I we were we were talking about it yesterday or the day before, I don't recall. And I wanted so bad to like pull out all the lines, you know, spoilers, but I just I couldn't. She's gotta experience it. She loves a good thriller, and in my opinion, the fugitive is like the it, it, it's like a perfect movie it's got that 90s it's so 90s harrison ford and tommy lee jones unforgettable set in chicago it's just man the music the editing oof great film look i i i, I watch it once a year and it's never like oh yeah here's this part like okay All right, I know how this goes. You are on the edge of your seat the whole time, my friend. And then you see Jane Lynch, and it's like, whoa, Chicago's finest. Uh, Bob and Weave, we all know the uh, hairstyle, and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers, right, none of you sports clips people, uh, can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter cuts by Q. And if, if you're watching the live stream, here's a little taste. Look at these flowing locks. Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Uh, Cook County, where else? Northwest Indiana, greater Chicagoland area. Heck, I'd even go out to New Buffalo, Michigan or Indiana or wherever it is for you if you'd like. Okay, just got to pay me enough. Uh, mileage, ga- gas and mileage. Uh, from beehives to banks, fohawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at yahoo. Nope, that's the you, you can't call an email address, and that's a common mistake in my ad read. What you should do is call us at 815 298 7200 or go email us at cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Or you can go to BeantownPodcast.com slash Cuts by Q. See some of our latest styles uh, because we definitely update that website regularly. Uh, Again, call us at 815-298-7200. Tell him Quinn sent (laughs) you because Quinn will be answering you. And uh, tell him you want to cut. Or you can go to uh, email CutsbyQ at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z. By Q at Yahoo.com. Okay, so a movie that got a lot of buzz back when it came out uh in December, I think it was Promising Young Woman, produced by Margot Robbie and a really loaded cast. Um, I mean the so the, the main character is uh Carrie Mulligan. And then there's a lot of lot of like I wouldn't say A-listers, but like well known people in it. I mean, you have uh, Jennifer Coolidge plays her mom. And then uh, Clancy Brown, is that his name, the guy who plays her dad? Um, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff. Then you also have Alison Brie. Any community fans or Netflix Glow fans will know Allison Brie. She's also married to Dave Franco. And then you have uh, Bo Burnham who, uh, if you've never seen his movie that he directed, Eighth Grade, great coming-of-age film. Uh, I I go back and forth. I find some of Bo Burnham's stand-up to be awesome. Some of it I don't get as much. But overall, I I like him. I think he's a very smart guy. And then Alfred Molina in a very small role. Uh, Doc Ock, if you don't know Alfred Molina. And then uh, you got Molly Shannon, is in one scene. SNL alum. I'm um, 40 or 50 or whatever the year is. Um, Sally O'Malley. <laughs> Who else? Uh, oh, Max Greenfield from uh, New Girl. Adam Brody in a very small role. McLovin. Christopher. Oh, man. How do you say it? It's hyphenated. Mint's Pass. Something like that. Um I think that's. I think that pretty much covers it in terms of who's who, uh, who's who, of promising young woman, if you will. But yeah, I mean, I so I. I mean, I don't know if you all consider that to be a loaded cast. It's just got a ton of very like recognizable people in it. Pretty much everyone who shows up on screen is you're like, oh, I know that person from there or from this or from that. Basically, the premise of the movie, and I won't spoil anything because, I'm fairly confident. Almost none of, no, no one I know has seen it, because it's $20 on Prime. So you're probably asking, well, Quinn, did you pony up $20 on Prime to watch it? No, sir. Call the FCC. I found it on a different website for free, obviously. Uh, basically, Carrie Mulligan's character is a victim from many years before the events of, the, of, of this film. She's like 30 now. Um, but back in college med school whenever um, she and her friend or just her friend i don't i don't really remember i don't recall if if she is as well victim of sexual assault and basically the the, the movie is carrie mulligan there's sort of two things going on one she like and this is how the movie starts and how you're introduced to her character but she will hurt her like hobby, if you will, she works in a coffee shop, her hobby, more or less, is to pretend to be really drunk in a bar so that a guy will take her home, and then she reveals once she's been taken back that she's not actually drunk and she's been, you know, intentionally doing this all the time. This is the kind of the first, well, there there are lots of things going on here. I don't want to say the first issue I have, but something I just don't quite understand is like, what... a what is she really getting out of this? Like she's spending all her nights doing this. It's not like she hurts the men, right? She just keeps track of them in a little notebook, but she doesn't nothing. Like she doesn't do anything about it. She just moves on to the next guy. So, I mean, I get it as like a, you know, a a commentary or a statement as part of the film, but in terms of like actual, what does this mean? Like, why is this character doing this? I don't I don't see how that connects to her like larger goal, which is basically seeking vengeance or revenge for her friend who was a victim of sexual assault many years before the start of the film, which is, you know, more of the like, you know, main three act structure follows that. And this other thing she does that you is the first scene in the movie is just more of like a hobby. Which is kinda like entertaining and you get a little statement out of it, but I don't really understand how it fits in with the rest of the movie. Anyways, so the movie is basically her tracking, you know, trying to track these people down. And I won't say anything more about it other than that. I have some, the, the, the character of the Carrie Mulligan's main, you know, she's the main character. I didn't find her and maybe this is because I'm male, maybe not. I didn't find her to be very likable in terms of, like, a heroic protagonist figure perspective, not only because, like, her sense of vigilante justice is very, like, outside the law, Um but also just, like, the choices she makes. And I, I think that, you know, the the film, without explicitly saying it, is probably trying to be, like, you know, cause she, she's, she's like 30 years old, dropped out of med school, lives with her parents, works at a coffee shop. Like to be perfectly blunt, she's kind of a loser and she's, she doesn't like, she's very rough around the edges, hard to talk to So it's like, there's that too. So I I think the film is like trying to say that because of this traumatic experience that happened to her and her friend, you know, many years ago, like she's stuck in a state of arrested development, but so I recognize that, but I also struggle since, like, it's been, you know, however many years, eight, ten years, it's like, girl, get some therapy. Like, I, I think it's okay for that to be an integral part of you and and everything you have going on, you know, with you and your emotions and your physical state, all that stuff. But, like, I don't think you you get to – I don't think it's healthy or smart to, like, play the victim card – for not just, you know, one year, but, like, years and years and years. And so, because it's kind of, you kind of get the sense that, like, she, despite working in a coffee shop, like, she has plenty of resources, plenty of, you know, financial support. Like, there's no reason why she can't take advantage of of her opportunities or her resources. So I kind of struggle. And it's not, the film isn't trying to, like, convince you that she is this, that she personally is like this heroic figure, but she is the like main primary character and everything is really told from her perspective or point of view. So you're kind of naturally like, that's just kind of the, how you treat it naturally. At least for me, it was. Um, outside of that, I mean, there there's so much related to how the film ends that, you know, promotes more discussion, but I don't want to spoil it because I do think, I, I do legitimately think when you get the chance to watch it, Um, it's a good watch. Um, it's, it's fairly well made. Um, and it it has some good statements on, you know, rape culture, um, and, and everything that surrounds it in terms of technicalities. Um, the sound mixing was really weird. Um, sometimes there'd be some music playing in the background. It was just like impossible to hear what was going on. It was just very strange, that choice. Um, but Otherwise, I mean, I thought the the directing at times was a little scattered, and I think it was the director's first film, which makes sense. I would compare it kind of to like uh, when Boots Riley directed um, Sorry to Bother You, which was his first, and I think up to this point, only film. Maybe he's done a second one, I don't recall. But where it's like, I really, you know, I'm a big, big believer in what he's trying to produce, but some of the, you know... Choices made in the director's chair are just like, uh, that didn't really work or make sense. Anyways, um, small technicalities. I, I don't think they really detract from the film too much. Um, but you know what? It's thought-provoking, provokes uh, pro- pro- provokes discussion and commentary. Um and I think it's worth watching. So go check it out when you get the chance. If you want a link to how I watched it, uh, shoot me an email. Beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's Bean Podcast at yahoo.com. I mentioned I was going to try to keep today's episode shorter. And while I, I wouldn't consider it to be a short episode, I will tell you right now that that's, that's all I got to say. That's that's what I wanted to share. Um, so thanks, everyone, who tuned in. Thank you for watching the Facebook feed. I uh, appreciate your time and support on a Sunday afternoon. And if you're listening after the fact, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, that's what I got for you. So uh, yeah, I'm going to finish up my, my bourbon here and I'm going to go meet friend of the podcast, John Paul Pandowski, for a little afternoon cool bev. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I don't have anything else to say. Be safe, be sane. Facebook, I will check you later. We got another, oh, we got... Okay. I apologize. And I hate when it does this. I have not been ignoring you on Facebook. The comments are just stuck at the top of the screen and there's no indication that I received a new comment, right? You would think that it would either like your screen would automatically flow down as you're getting a new comment. So it shows you the most recent comments or you'd get some sort of message you know, on the, on the Facebook streaming platform to show you new comment. So I do apologize. I, people have been commenting this whole feed. I, I thought we only had two. Um, we have stuff back by the clothing from, uh, Walt anti Marge. Thank you for your comments here. Um, some links to some groups. Uh, very good. Very good. Yes. Those are good to check out. Um, and there is, there's a clothing bin by the train stop and usually I'll take clothes there. Um, if I'm, if I'm going out that way, if it's convenient. So, we'll see you next time I hop on the train. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in. That's what I got for you. We're going to get our music queued up here and, uh, yeah, that's what I got. So stay safe, stay sane, drink some whiskey and enjoy your Sunday. Cutting out the Facebook feed by Facebook. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. And, uh, Yes, I want to end. And for our audio stream, thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember to like, subscribe, wherever you are listening. Um, That helps out our show. We're going to come to you live next week with our birthday episode. So one more time, stay safe, stay sane, and I will check in on you next time. Bye.